Welcome back, friends, to the second episode of Car Party with Ryan and Kyle. Kyle, how are we doing today? You know what, Ryan? We're doing well. We're doing well. I think you and I have talked about this a few times, but the White Sox are on a five-game winning streak since we started our podcast. So yeah. I think we're officially a, a White Sox slash music podcast. So it's yeah. ex- I think, exciting I stuff. I think we have to be. We have no other choice. So that's that's great. Yeah, man, but I'm good. I'm good. Morale is high. Well, uh, I think last podcast, we just kind of jumped right into it. We didn't really talk about ourselves. We just, you know, just get it over with. Let's just run it through, see how we feel about it. (laughs) This time, I think maybe we want to talk about what we want the format to be, kind of what we're feeling about it in general. So I think how we want to do it um, is like a once a week kind of format. Start off off with like the news, the new releases. um, And then from there, just kind of depending on, how many news and new releases just kind of do some fun segments, maybe have some throwbacks, maybe get into an album that we liked from a few years ago, all that kind of stuff. Um, like the music comes out on Friday. So like a, a midweek release kind of deal, um, you know, to get the people, the, the information they're craving from our genius minds. <laughs> For sure. I think the the biggest thing is just, we do have real jobs. This is not sustaining our, our current livelihoods. So you got to give us at least a few days to catch up from Friday. Um, but definitely want to want to be as proactive as possible with you know, the stuff that's coming out and make sure we're talking about it in a timely fashion. But additionally, I know for myself specifically, I've gotten a lot of good feedback from different folks about the things they do like about the first episode, the things they didn't like. So we'll try to lean into that a little bit more and play around with it just to make it interesting and week in and week out. Yeah, for sure. Please tell us uh, what you don't like about it. You probably have our cell phone numbers because, you know, if you're listening to this, I don't know how else you would have found this if you don't, like, know us Because out of, out, of, out of the 46 of you, you probably all know us extremely well. Yeah, Otherwise, you sure. wouldn't care. Yeah, that's why we're not doing introductions. Like, oh, I'm right. Like, yeah, you know. You know. No one's going to go back are. and listen to this. Cool. Uh, the other thing I think people are enjoying that I like, too, is uh, we're making a playlist for each week so that people mm-hmm. can kind of follow along a little better because we're, we're throwing out a lot of a lot of songs, a lot of albums, a lot of artists. So um, we're making a playlist kind of chronologically how we talk about it. That way it's easier to kind of figure out what we're talking about. If you, or if you like, you don't feel like listening to an hour podcast, you can just skim through the playlist, see, find some new songs right from there. Maybe listen to just a part of the uh, podcast, like whatever you want to do. Um, so I th- yeah, when, when you start to realize that Ryan's music choice sucks and mine is really good, you can just strictly exactly. listen to the songs that I recommend. Yeah, and then Kyle's <laughs> voice is just way more sulky and wonderful than mine because he's like, wait, skip through that rat and then get right to Kyle. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that guy with that that weird high pitched okay, sing right, voice. Getting carried away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> so if you're on your desktop, you can go to Car Party Pod P O D Car Party P O D dot com. You'll find our playlist there. Should take you right to our uh, Spotify account or just type in car party uh, podcast and Spotify. So that both of those should work. And now I think we're on everywhere you get podcasts. So Apple podcast, Spotify, if you get podcasts from either like not those two places, you're just a weirdo. Like, yeah, Oh, I like, like Google. Podcasts. Where are you going? Yeah. No, <laughs> weird. All right. Calm down. Let's get a real podcast app and we'll keep it moving. Yeah. Weirdos. Um, well, those people are gone now. So Let's get right in the news and notes. I wouldn't <laughs> say it's a giant week in music, but um, here we are. And I guess we'll start off with a little bit of the, this might be like a weekly thing. Just like, where is Kanye? What what happened in the week with Kanye? What is currently happening in Kanye's life? Yeah, which is a horrifying thing to have to deal with every week. But uh, 
unfortunately we see too much of this man's life because of uh paparazzi and everything the first thing i saw was like the picture of them like chatting in their car just mm-hmm. like kim is just weeping it's like man <laughs> the paparazzi suck like yeah ugh. reunion can't be a can't be a two-person reunion anymore it's got to be broadcast everywhere so um yeah man i mean for for kanye and, and kim you know hopefully that that means good things for their relationship and good things for you know the music world in terms of kanye putting some stuff together on an album but um you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, it seems like week in and week out, we might have to at least touch on something Kanye is doing. Uh, yeah. And so he was in Wyoming when he went on his little Twitter rant. She was in L.A. with the kids and everything. Came to Wyoming, kind of talked it out. And then apparently it came out that they've been living apart for like over a year now. Like this has been a normal thing of Kanye just living in Wyoming and mm-hmm. her coming to visit. Um, then they went on a family vacation she left to go back to LA. There's all these things going on. Apparently Kanye is still prioritizing this, uh, this record. Is it Donda? Is that how you would say it? Mm-hmm. His mom's name? Allegedly. We'll see. We'll see how many times the, uh, the name changes. But... Yeah. Or like what he did with life of Pablo, where he puts out an album and then he changes it after it's put out. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like 17 like, times. I'm not thrilled with this. So that's interesting. No, I think, I think to an extent for music fans specifically of Kanye, as opposed to Kanye West, the individual, um, you're more or less hoping that him being away from LA, him being away from that type of environment is actually going to be helpful to the creative process. And he can kind of fly in the people that he needs, needs to be around him as opposed to anything else. So um, fingers crossed for that. We got a couple other updates, album related, hopefully in the future uh, before too long. We'll see. Yeah. My boy, my boy, Justin Bieber did make it out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jay Biebs is like a big, like just trying to be like, be a nice friend. At least that's how I like to think about him. So maybe he was just there to just hang out and, you know, be a comforting dude. Um, But, you know, maybe he made a dope song with Kanye and it's going to change my life. So that's always out there, too. Uh, I was really stalking on my Instagram and I did see like the Chicago skyline in the background. I was like, oh, man, what's that about? (laughs) And he was in the studio with Chance. So that's pretty sick, too. So maybe we get some hot tracks from Justin Bieber. Maybe we don't have to wait another five years to get a not so good album that I still love. Yeah, you're you're really excited about that. I'll, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. We'll put it that way. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair take. Moving on to uh, the other man I love and more than life itself, Post Malone apparently created a beer pong tournament. I didn't really look into this. I feel like you kind of did. So like, fill me in. What, what's going on? With no, Post I did. Beer no, I'll, I'll be very clear. I did not look into it at all. Okay, all so I Kyle and I just read a headline. Post- <laughs> <laughs> and look at all I know else. is that. <laughs> all i know is that if this is legit and post malone actually has a beer pong tournament we want in oh, so i don't sure. there's no other details we have a that huge podcast of 46 listeners <laughs> uh i mean he's got a lot of said we'll just send him the digits from our first ever episode he'll be like 46 listeners this is going to be good for the brand let him into the tournament yeah totally send him some bud light he probably doesn't have any of that it's not like he sponsored or anything <laughs> <laughs> all right so I also that's this, all. Yeah, there's, there's no additional <laughs> context. That's that's all. We are very well researched. Um, this next little stat I got, I had a little stat last episode too. I didn't give credit to the Twitter account. It's uh, hip hop by the numbers. So go follow them on Twitter. They're awesome. Um, but I saw this one. It made me think the artists who have gone a thousand plus days since their last solo lead project. So on top is Rihanna. It's like 1600 days. Then Frank Ocean. Then I don't know who this is. Isaiah Rashad kyle uh yeah no 
pretty good little rapper signed, I believe, to TDE. Okay. Uh, Kendrick, the label Kendrick Lamar is on. Um, has had one really promising album, but people have been waiting to hear a second to see if he continues. Mm, I see. The sophomore slump is eminent. And we got Absol, uh, who apparently. I remember when I was super into uh, Schoolboy Q and Kendrick, so that's another TDE guy. Mm-hmm. Now we're at 1,300 Days with Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi supposedly got stuff in the works. Joey Badass, who had that little two, three song deal. Guess that didn't really count. We got Kendrick, who's been sitting out there for a while. Bryson Tiller and SZA. So a lot of people uh, taking taking their sweet time. A lot of TDE on that list. A lot of TDE on that list. Which is interesting. I mean, I don't know what that means. I I, I like to think that. So TDE stands for Top Dog Entertainment. It's the the label that has people like Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, Absol, Isaiah Rashad. They're arguably some of the most artistic rappers that are out right now in terms of putting together a full album. So I'm just hoping that it means, you know, when you're taking that much time to put something together, they're maybe they all drop in succession of each other within three months and we're just, you know, full tilt on TDE for a while. Did you say Schoolboy Q makes artistic albums? I feel like he's kind of just like a having he makes, fun hood rat. <laughs> well, he makes hood artists. We'll put it that way. <laughs> uh, whatever that means. Yeah, but I think the weirdest one is Rihanna. Like sixteen hundred divided by three hundred days. That's a lot of years. That's like five years. Yeah, more than five oh. years. Look at that. Maybe it's it in be. my head. I'm not thinking Rihanna has gone longer than Frank Ocean. Like the Frank Ocean drought is real in my. The difference between the two of them is that you see Rihanna. I mean, Rihanna sure. has Fenty. She has a lot of stuff going on. She's been in movies even. She was in Ocean's 8. Um, so you you bump into her a lot more frequently than you would a Frank Ocean. So yeah, and like I think it just culture. feels like it hasn't been as long. Yeah, just in general. I mean, you see her face significantly more than you see Frank's. True, true. All right, moving on to uh, this is just from Instagram. Got me thinking. I was like, well, who is this dude? What are we talking about? So that's what Kyle's for. Good source, good source. Rap. Um, Bobby Schmurda apparently has been in prison. I'm all about days right now. I feel like this is from the same website from 2000 days. He's been in prison five years and seven months. Mm-hmm. And all I'm seeing is like trending on Twitter. Like, Oh my God, what is this dude going to do when he like, who is he going to collab with? Is, is this guy like good? Or is this like not good? <laughs> hey, is this, is this guy good? Uh, like I need um, an expectation here. Is this guy like, no, I mean, I want to say that he's good. I mean, he's, to an extent, he, for a younger generation, he was Soldier Boy to us, um, right? Okay. So when we were See, in middle like school, we were listening though. to Crank That. Yeah, so he was he was kind of that guy. Had two hot tracks, got really, really, you know, got people excited just in terms of kind of the the hype type music that you would hear at a literally at a middle school dance or I don't know, I guess house parties probably for people who aren't educated. But is he <laughs> just, a- kidding, just kidding, he's fine. Um, but no, like the joke has kind of always been like, y'all just wait till Schmurter gets out. Just wait till Schmurter gets out. So it's, I think it was his birthday either today or yesterday. Um, and so it's just, he's getting closer and closer to getting released and people are kind of making the joke like, oh, 2020, it was just because Schmurter was in prison. Can't wait until he gets out and gotcha. coronavirus is gone. So it's a little so. like Free Earl when Earl was like, sure. Yeah. In a, whoa, what was he? He was just like in a boarding school or something that his parents sent him to. It was it was a weird situation with something like that back in high school. It was a weird situation. All right, well, yeah. uh, more of a meme. that was a really deep reference that no one's gonna understand. But right. I'm Someone right. Will. I'm with you. Someone will. That's what we're here <laughs> for. Uh, so more of a meme than anything else. I shouldn't get too excited to this guy. That's what no. you're telling me. I don't. I don't think. He, I don't think he's gonna drop your favorite album in 2020 when he gets out by any means. What about 2021? 
Maybe. Okay, cool. You might have lower so, expectations in 2021. Exactly. I'll just push it push it off. Uh, speaking of 2020 and how weird it is, uh, there's there's people just dying to get back to some sort of live entertainment. Um, I've seen mm-hmm. it in a few different places across the country, but it's slowly stumbling into Chicago. Uh, so I saw that Lil Yachty has a show August 14th. Um, basically drive in with like four people in your car, five or whatever, and uh, you just park there and keep your distance from people and you can just kind of have a party, which is very accurate for our podcast because that's legitimately a car party. So it sounds very car fun. Party. So I was like, okay, I don't know if I'd like want to pay a L- lot of money. For Lil this. Yachty is it, it. Did he hear about it? He was maybe one of our 46 listeners and he was like, car party, that makes sense. And then he came up with this idea. He did it quite quickly. So good for that guy. He Very quickly. Yeah. And I was looking into how much it costs because I'm like, I don't know. I'd pay like 30 bucks for that. It's not 30 bucks, Kyle. It's a lot of bucks. So your car. Can I guess? Can I guess? Uh, yeah. So your ticket. For your, it's by car. It's car and includes four tickets. How much? 200. More. No. It's $300 and $14 of tax. <laughs> Find your three richest friends. 80 bucks to sit in a car or like drive. It's very yeah, hot. You can stand if you have a convertible. You can stand. And you need a DD. So you're probably splitting that three ways because it's just like. You know, the DD doesn't have to pay or something like that. I don't know. That's I was shocked by how much money. That that's is. an aggressive. That's an aggressive number. I feel like. Yeah, but are concert don't worry. tickets that much right now? I feel like most of the concerts I go to, I'm copping tickets for twenty five, thirty. I think the issue is there's no concerts right now, Kyle. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, just to, but that yeah, that was that was shocking. Like eighty dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And it's like. So if that's a little Yachty, I mean, Lil Yachty show, is big, but does he really have that many? I don't know. Like, is that concert that good? But I feel like a Lil Yachty show in normal Maybe. times a year ago is like what, 35, 40 bucks? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, I've never like sought out a concert of his, but is he the I guy like that's like, couldn't... look at life in the beginning of I Spy? Is that Lil Yachty? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, all, that's all I know about. He's the guy that has the, uh, like, the red hair. He just always looks like he has worms on his head. Yeah, he was like acting a fool on uh, TikTok this week. Oh, he's a funny dude. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I'm paying 300 for a concert. (sighs) No way. No way. I got to be with the biggest Lil Yachty fan of all time to get me hyped up for that concert if I do. I don't know. Maybe if we both lived here, we'd go just because it sounds fun. Because that's what we do. Yeah, (laughs) true. Uh, Well, so Malik B, co-founder of The Roots, passed away this Mm -hmm. week. Um, I love The Roots. I don't really know how Malik B fits in, so go ahead and fill me in, Kyle. Yeah, I mean one of the one of the main lyricists, especially for their first four albums, which was the ones he was associated with. Um, co-founder of the Roots, uh, founding member, I should say, considering there wasn't only two founders. Co-founders is that only two? Uh, Maybe not. Okay, I feel like there could be three co-founders. We're not here for grammar. We're here to talk about Malik B. But um, so yeah, definitely a, a huge you know R.I.P. and and just the music community and kind of the world in general. Somebody who is really really well respected in music. Um, so certainly, you know, thoughts and prayers to his family. He was only 47. Mm. Um, death was was confirmed, but there's no cause of death that's been provided. So Weird. not going to speculate by any means, but to, to go that young certainly is, is scary and, and super sad. So, yeah, for the uh, for the casual music fan, the roots of the band for the Jimmy Fallon show, right? Are they still yeah. the band? I think so. Mm-hmm. So correct. He was never associated with that. Gotcha. Uh, it was always Black Thought, Questlove and, and the rest of the roots. But yeah that the, the what is remains of the roots gotcha does that gotcha 
All right, moving on to the new releases of the week. I would say probably probably a slow week. It's not like I found found a bunch of stuff. It's not like a bunch of our favorite artists came out with a lot of things. But I think the biggest thing just in the music industry was uh, Beyonce had a visual album, Black is King, which was released on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Uh, Kyle and I were both a little confused because on uh, – at least on Spotify, I think for Apple Music too, it just made it look like it was a new album um, that right. went along with it. So I kind of did my research. Beyonce voiced Nala in that um, live action Lion King. That Hold came on one sec. Run that back. You, you cut out. Run that back. <sighs> okay. So Beyonce voiced Nala <laughs> in that live action remake of The Lion King last year. And then I think she was just like, you know what? I'm kind of I'm kind of digging this. I want to put my own little spin on it completely separate. Um, so she kind of teamed up with a bunch of um, big African pop songwriters and producers to kind of create a completely different full-length album loosely based on the lion king so that came out Mm -hmm. last year last summer and then i think for the past year she's been working on this visual album which is basically like an hour and a half music video to that album um and she put it on disney plus last week um with the deluxe album that had a few extra songs on it and all that so it was fully written directed executive produced by beyonce um, the film and the music. And uh, it was the first time we listened to the album. So that's kind of where I started. So I'm curious what your thoughts are just kind of on the music first. Um, if you listen to that album a few times. Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know. Watching it, it was more enjoyable than listening to it. For I agree. Me. I think just in general, it, it makes more sense visually. So especially when you're coming from something that, I guess I just must have missed in 2019 entirely. Um, but then releasing it in essentially a new format of video, I think it is a cool concept and I'm, I'm impressed by what it is. I don't know that it's something at all like the songs are not going to make playlists of mine, but I enjoyed what I saw. Yeah. It's uh, it was an incredible like visual, like just watching it is crazy. The, it's one mm-hmm. of the coolest visuals I've seen. Um, in recommending it to people, I wouldn't say it's more like a movie. It's kind of more like an hour and a half music video, where in that music videos, you don't exactly know what's happening. You're like a little confused. Right. It's not like a clear storyline you're following. It's just nice visuals to go along with the music. Yeah. It almost like is is to accent the mood as opposed to have something that you're strictly following as if it was a script. Right, right. And it's weird to think about it like that because it's supposed to be lion king so there's certain parts of the right the thing where you're like is that simba it's like oh did mufasa just get ran over by a bunch of motorcycle antelopes because <laughs> that does kind of happen yeah uh yeah but it's really not supposed to be that i don't think and i kind of got lost i don't think so either. in the beginning of it trying to follow the story it's like wait there's not really a story it's more the the visual i would say when it. you yeah when you go into it don't go into it with the expectation of comparing it to lion king go into it right. fully fresh and just enjoy what it is right with with a few little like cute callbacks to lion king here and there that do kind of get yeah and you can see them and and recognize them yeah it's fun but i'm just saying don't don't expect to just straight up watch yeah if you want to do that i guess go watch the live action that i feel like i've heard mixed reviews that was kind of weird with childish gambino being here's my thing so yeah i just gotta dip my toes into that for one second because be prepared is an absolute slammer of a song on the og oh really lion king did you watch in the my whole opinion thing? and on the new one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Is it like worth Wait, seeing? Wait, you haven't seen the new Lion King? No. One? 
I feel like it kind of got oh, trapped. I'm saying so, so, so. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're misunderstanding me. On the OG, like the original animated Lion King. Oh, be prepared. Okay. I is an absolute oh, slammer sure. of a track. In the new one, it's they really, really dumbed it down because they wanted it to be less. I don't know. It just wasn't as good, and that was like the mole. I was like waiting. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Be prepared. It's coming up. Did not hit the same. Yeah, so. there were a few moments like that. Where I was just waiting for OG Lion King. It wasn't exactly. Um, yeah, but still, I would I would say worth a watch if you like Beyonce at all. You've probably already seen it. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have Disney Plus, throw it on. I don't really know what the environment would be like, but it's incredibly beautiful to watch. I think it's a casual Friday night thing. I mean, you just maybe you're drinking wine and just hanging around, and you don't have another plan for the evening. I think it's it's plenty enjoyable. Yeah, hour and a half, low. Uh, what's the word? Commitment. Low commitment. Commitment. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, the one song I really liked was Brown Skin Girl. Um, uh-huh. I, I think it was Beyonce, Wiz Kid, and then it had like Saint John for like two seconds at the beginning <laughs> with uh, Blue Ivy Carter, who's um, Beyonce and Jay Z's kid. And it sounded kind of like uh, OG Sean Kingston. It gave me those kind of vibes. Oh, okay. Like, it was I just like, this is yeah. fun, like kind of summary. And there's a few songs I think will make my playlist. I, I was enjoying the album before really? I even watched the uh, the the visuals at all. Um, okay. The visuals made it make a lot more sense. I was like, I'm kind of confused, like what I'm listening to here. But sure, I enjoyed it. It was, it was definitely worth my time. I feel like Beyonce yeah. has earned my time. Like she's one of those people where it's like, well... I'm not the biggest fan, but, you know, I, I deserve to go listen to whatever you just did or watch yeah, you, whatever you just you, did. You can't argue that Beyonce is Beyonce. Right, so right. You, you're kind of required to look. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, so another big – What's next? Another big pop star, uh, Billie Eilish, put out a song called My Future. I don't, I don't have too much to say about mm-hmm. it other than it's kind of interesting that it's more – her music in the past is kind of very depressed, melancholy – slow moody for sure that's a perfect word for it um and this one's just kind of upbeat because i'm in love with my future mm-hmm. can't wait to meet her the lyrics um i kind of like i did i, I kind of liked it too i did not expect to yeah i didn't expect to like it um i don't really know she's young right she's Very young, like in yeah. her early 20s i think yeah so she puts out good music especially for somebody who is that young and and doesn't necessarily have a lot of I don't know, life experience. Yeah. I don't know if that's really the way to put it, but it's just like her songs always have a good musical, just originality to them. And I think for me specifically, this was the first one that I was like, oh, like I'll listen to that again. So, yeah, what's kind of interesting about her, I'm curious if you agree, is like, I don't think her music is like poppy. I think like the industry and people were just very interested in her and were like, Oh, we'll put this mm-hmm. song on the radio. It wasn't like this is a radio song. Would you agree with that? Like yeah. the songs you know of her? I would say so. I mean, isn't she? She's like kind of a weirdo. Correct? Hey, yeah, I think that's a fair, fair in a good way. Yeah, for sure. You like? She's not like vanilla. So she's very mean, interesting. I, correct. So it's that's very artistic in in its own right. Mm-hmm. So I think that bleeds into the music's for sure. And I don't know. I'm not gonna go to her concert, but. If she puts out a song every now and again that I, I vibe with, I'll for listen sure. to it. I don't, I'm not too proud to listen to some Billy Respect, William Eilish. Respect Eilish. is definitely there, for sure. Uh, moving on to kind of more year zone in the hip-hop zone, we had uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. I would say it felt like his song, but I don't think it technically was. Um, what was that called? Doors I Unlocked? I think it was technically 
yeah doors unlocked i think it was technically a murder beat song um song is called un- or i'm sorry unlocked doors uh, or maybe no it is doors unlocked i have it written <laughs> down backwards doors unlocked ty dollar sign polo g and murder beats yeah <laughs> there you go um yeah certified smacker i mean this is a song to throw on just at pretty much any time there's not a bad time to listen to the song it's going to make you feel good um i like everyone that's associated with it the funniest part is have you ever seen murder beats no what would you assume i'm not going to get you in trouble but an individual like murder beats with the name murder beats you would expect to be a little bit scary of an individual yeah it'd be like pretty pretty hood for sure no yeah this dude is just a straight i'm pretty sure he's a ginger white dude that like oh i lost you there did i lose you my friend yeah for a minute it's all right murder beats funny looking dude google him point point of the story ginger guy that's hilarious i wasn't (laughs) expecting that uh but yeah this is just proving the point that uh I think I'm wrong about Ty Dolla Sign. My mm-hmm. my thought for a while was that he's a great kind of auxiliary feature. He's like a nice little sprinkle on top that kind of <laughs> uses in like every every one of his albums. But he's like pretty much carrying a lot of his recent recent features. So I think that was I the am, biggest thing for you is you just weren't sure he could carry a song, and you're finally coming around to realize that he's very capable of doing that. Yeah, this song and Ego Death, they like very much he carries, which is sweet because I've always mm-hmm. liked him. I'm just like waiting for him to be the guy instead of, you know, dragged with someone else's project, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. A um, couple other things in the hip hop world that I had down here. Um, hip Boy and Dom Kennedy released a tape together. That's a little bit more of a hip hop head one. So if you're not listening to this podcast and thinking oh i i absolutely love hip-hop i want to dive a little bit deeper into the hip-hop um, world then probably not necessarily one for you um kind of the hype beast side of rap had uh patek and over your head by future and Lil uzi vert um these are just two singles people were a little bit upset because there was a long time that people thought that there was going to be an actual full mixtape released by them last friday but that end, did not end up happening no, it was I just did these two songs that. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're both they're exactly what you would expect, right? When you put Future and Lil Uzi Vert on a on a song together, they they sound like what you would think. Yeah, um, but they're both both worth a listen. And then uh, Peephole by the Baby actually just dropped. I think either yesterday, it didn't drop on Friday. It came out kind of at a random time. Um, first song in a while from the Baby that he's switched his flow up a little bit, which was surprising mm-hmm. to me. I think he's. As much as he realized that he's making plenty of money off of the same flow in every single song, I think he's finally starting to realize, okay, this is not going to last forever, so I need to start to flex some other muscles. So go give that a listen. I think it's I think it's certainly worth one. And then I'll let you talk about the last one because it's one that's got you excited. Yeah, uh, I've kind of found this one. It's from the Juice World album that came out a uh, few weeks ago, I think. Um, I got another hip hop mm-hmm. head stat for you that it's the first time two posthumous albums have gone back to back number one. Um, so that's kind of cool with him and pop mm-hmm. smoke, which talked a little about last week. Um, the song I liked, I haven't still haven't listened like top to bottom of the whole album, but um, I saw in a few of my kind of EDM mixes, I was listening to the song with uh, marshmallow who I'm not the biggest marshmallow fan anymore. He's kind of like mm-hmm. very cupcake poppy EDM now. Um, 
to the point where I, I don't like it. Not that I don't like most like dance pop kind of stuff, but he's just kind of getting a little repetitive with it. And all of his drops kind of sound exactly the same, all that kind of deal. Um, but is that a common feeling in the EDM world? Do most EDM fans feel that way? I think so. And I, it's pretty similar with Zed too, actually. Um, Zed has like all of his songs have just kind of sounded like, like happy now and like the middle, like they're just all like, there's a ticking clock in the background and there's just like a nice, nice <laughs> pop like, singer in the foreground. Right, it's enough. just kind of the same thing. Um, but I really like the combination of juice world and marshmallow in this one. I really don't like so do I. either of them w- w- like too, too much, but the, uh, I'll call it like the pre-drop right before like the, the yeah. drop comes in juice world just kills it. I love like his like draw yeah. right there, but like the really heavy guitar into like the, into the drop. That's the thing, man. I think, I think the biggest kind of just the disappointment with somebody like juice world is that he has songs in this pocket of, of music where every now and again, he just has something that's really, really good. Yeah. And I, I think I've always told you this and just in general, when I talk about juice world, he has every now and again, a single or a song on an album that's exceptional he just never had a chance to put an entire album together, which is really sad because I think if you had given him, I mean, he passed away, I think in his early twenties, I don't know exactly how old he was, but if you give that guy another 10 years in, in music, he's going to put out a good album. So it's, it's just unfortunate to see, especially when you hear songs like this and you're like, wow, that is a really, really bright spot. Yeah. Like in the first, it definitely is one that grows on you. Like I've listened to it a few mm-hmm. times and I just listened on the, on the car on the way home and I was like, Finally, like, oh man, I do really like this song. Like that <laughs> final, like, it's fully grown on me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a good song. I wanted to give it a shout out, and you will give it. it to Marshmallow too. I'll, I usually don't like him, but good song, good drop. I'm sure he had a good help in that, even though it's on Juice World's album. Do you yeah, have any more? That's all I had in new music. Okay, I've got two. Um, wow, same page. Yeah, we're just we're just on the same page. I've got two quick albums that I saw in a lot of people's. Um, top so far of 2020 that i gave a look and i really liked um first one is phoebe bridgers the album's called punisher it's very very chill like if you're extremely hungover um or like you need to focus at work you're on a red-eye flight so it's it's really that good first sentence that you said was hilarious you go yeah it's called punisher it's really chill <laughs> <laughs> it's true i don't know why it's called that i really haven't dug too deep into like the lyrical content which is supposed to be the best part of the album but just it's a very nice sounding album oh very blind chill. review no nice. it's not blind i just don't listen to lyrics right away <laughs> uh but yeah it's great it's very similar to kind of old bony Vare. very chill good album cool give it a listen if you're into that we'll throw some songs on yeah. the playlist the other uh album that really impressed me was dua lipa uh, the album's called Future Nostalgia. Mm. So that has two of the songs. She has like a billion streams on one of her songs. Um, I am a big fan of Dua Lipa. Really? I feel like yeah. by the cheesy smile, it's maybe not her music. Oh, I mean, yeah, I like her in all aspects. Okay, cool. But, <laughs> but um, no, I do. I do. I really enjoy her music. I think it's very good for kind of just something to put on, whether you're at a pool, whether you're at some sort of situation. She never has a song that makes you sad. To an True. extent. Uh, so th- it's just, this whole it, album, it's that vibe. there's sneaky grooves on here. It's kind of like disco funky, kind of. Like, it's, yeah. it's really not too yeah. poppy. Um, I mean, it's a little poppy, but it's pretty fantastic. There's two songs I really liked that aren't super popular. The first one is Pretty Please. It almost made me 
kind of feel like it was a Lewis the Child song, which is uh, kind of like like EDM, but not too hard of EDM. I don't really know how to describe them, but great mm-hmm. song. Uh, like a very much like walking down the street, like good vibes, like on a sunny day kind of song. And then the other one sure. I liked is uh, Levitating. So I would go give that album a try. Um, it's pretty awesome. I agree. Yeah. I, I honestly am surprised I didn't write that down. I, I did like that did album. Did you listen to the I album? Like Top original. to bottom? Not top to bottom, no. Which is why, I, like, if I cheat on an album and I don't get all the way through it, I don't feel comfortable recommending it or talking about it. Very in full. true. It is a few holes, but it's it's a nice background listen. It's definitely worth a try. Yeah. If you really like Dua Lipa and you haven't listened to more, go do it. Yep. All right. So I'm excited about this next one. We got a little segment coming for you that we're going to have hopefully be a recurring one. It's called Top Three A to Z. So we're going to try to come up with our top three songs, maybe ever that has ever existed that start with the letter a all the way to z we're gonna do one that, that one is pod. so much pressure <laughs> that have ever existed and will ever exist and it's less like oh i can't believe you didn't choose this song because it's the best of all time it's more like no this is just what i love our preference exactly yeah um yeah, yeah. so i'll let you go first we'll go back and forth i have okay. 10 songs and i don't think i've decided which ones i'm choosing yet <laughs> this is so, so hard. You're, so you're like, uh, you pick some of them and maybe take my. I definitely know away. one I'm doing. I think I think what if you don't have this on your top ten, I'll be surprised, and I think you'll be disappointed you didn't put it in your top in your top ten. I know we're we're going down to top three, but I I would be surprised if you didn't have this listed somewhere. Okay, all falls down. That's number Kanye. one. That's my number one. Yeah, it's got it. It's be. such a good song. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that is arguably one of my favorite Kanye songs of all time. And when I was, I mean, this is a hard thing to do to look at every song you can think of that starts with a, and then you like look through a list of all songs ever created with the letter <laughs> a to start them. And all of a sudden I'm second guessing myself, but this was the D one where there was never a second guess. This was always going to be my number one in, in top three, A to Z for a dude. I think so. All too. Falls down. Like when I first thought it was like, all falls down. it's the best, like hot car song ever. Like just the steaming yes. hot car and the windows down just an incredible song i was like knowing you were gonna say that but i was for some reason like there's no way we're on the same page we're just right on the same damn page Um, (laughs) we had to be it's great my number two i have on this list is abc by the jackson five that song never gets old okay it's so good nothing needs to be said about the song always brings the house down doesn't matter the house listen here with your parents Mm -hmm. get to listen at a pregame if you really wanted to not that i've ever done that but like it'd probably go over decently well wedding song great song Lil, Lil MJ sure. just knows how to spit. So that's your is that, that's your number one technically because I stole your number one. Are you gonna keep it? Uh, You're gonna stick with all falls down? No, I'll get a new one. It, that hurts, but I guess you have ten. I'll pick a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're apparently far more prepared. Far more prepared than I am. All right, cool. So that's that's your number one then. ABC. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, we yes, I'm I understand that all falls now. down is your favorite song. But. No, I'm looking at my <laughs> other ones. I got all right, you go next. All right, here's here's the something you might be surprised about. All Falls Down is actually my only hip hop song in my top three. It is for A. I'm excited when you um, listen to music that's not hip hop. I know you are. So my second one, and this is this might surprise you. It's actually a little less conversation by Elvis. Okay, interesting. That song, for whatever reason, since I was a little dude, has just hit different for me that's a good song. Whether it pops in in a movie, whether I hear it randomly on the radio, if I proactively play it. There is just a certain feeling for whatever reason when I listen to that song that just gets me going every single time I hear it. So that's that's an interesting choice and one that 
is not even slightly hip hop, but yeah, I can say, that can say I thought Elvis was coming, but good choice. I like it. Um, I have so many. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go with this one. It's probably not one that many people have heard, but it's one of my favorite ballads of all time. It's Almost Is Never Enough by Ariana Grande and Nathan Sykes. It's just incredible. I love this song. Um, Ariana Grande is another person that I think is just like, as a singer, just very much worth like her popularity. I think she's a very good singer. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed her first few albums. This was on one of her earlier albums. Uh, the newer ones, I feel like are more, not like politically driven, but like more focused on telling a message of some sort and like being a mood and a vibe than like actually just like singing kind of full tilt. And this song is just her singing full tilt, um, which is awesome. I love She's it. an exceptional singer. Exceptional. And this shows I, it off like she- tenfold. I just can't get past her personality, man. For whatever reason, she annoys me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I, I hate to say that because I know she's one of the biggest pop stars in the world and, and certainly deserves to be from a musical standpoint, but I just can't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I know how problem, to turn not off. A her problem. If music's good enough, I definitely know how to turn off personality. Um, mm-hmm. In the past, past like album or two, I haven't been super digging them. So I don't really listen to them that much. So right, we got wait next. and see for the rest of her career. Uh, next is another one that's a little bit more. I mean, it's it's driven by sentiment. Certainly, I don't think it's necessarily like the greatest lyrical song of all time, but uh, it's the Authority song by John Cougar Mellencamp. It's my mom's favorite song, so oh. it's one that I've heard a ton growing up, and a song that I came to just absolutely love. And the sentiment behind it certainly fits with my rebellious tendencies in life. So. Um, one that I would say is a good theme just in general for most of my life. And, uh, certainly a, a special shout out to mom for that one. Sweet. Yeah. That's not one. I know just the title of, I can't start singing it in my head. So I'm excited to listen to it. Uh, here comes my, I could go so many different weird ways with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you're rounding on your top three. So you, you, I already have a hip hop. So I'll go another summer. One of the best summer songs. Okay. Amber by three eleven. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily reggae or necessarily ska. Eh, it's somewhere in there. Okay. I think it's kind of reggae. I was super in into reggae. General. Like early high school, grade school. Yaman. Yeah, me, me and my brother just like in the garage working on his shitty car that like he just fixed now. It's like freaking 12 years later. He finally got it to work. <laughs> I would just go like hey, play but... basketball and like listen to like real big Damn fish. Damn it if it doesn't work. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> but a lot of good memories with this song. It's just wonderful. Great, great summer song. Nice. That's kind of cool that both of us rounded out with kind of a family-related song. I think that's that's indicative of who we are just in general and uh, kind of a fun way to round out the top three for for A. Look how for, I almost said number A. So how, for many, number a. how many honorable mentions do you have in your head that you almost did? Any? I have a lot, but the, the closest one is After the Thrill is Gone by the Eagles. Uh-huh. And the Eagles – the Eagles are just my favorite band of all time. So like, it was really hard for me to not put them in there, but then I was like, there's 25 more letters. Like they'll be fine. The, the, the songs I'm about to read is such a ridiculous, like how my brain and music brain works. I've got a change is going to come by <laughs> Sam cook. A little party never killed nobody by Fergie. <laughs> a punk by vampire weekend. Ain't no sunshine. Ain't no mountain high enough. Air force ones by Nelly. Amarillo sky by Jason Aldean. <laughs> Dude, you went you went way too hard. Uh, all uh, of the lights actually. I oh, had a, I had a on. moment where I was thinking about that one uh, by Kanye, just because all of the lights for whatever reason that 
year after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy which you can never say uh came out that just ran my summer yeah my, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy um that's yeah that that one came to mind pretty frequently but then i was like the biggest thing for me when i'm choosing top three top three is a lot harder than top five in yeah. my opinion I'm because it's, it's very three. much makes you think yeah three is also it rhymes top three a to z um it does rhyme but i think for me, for whatever reason, this is weird coming from a hip hop head specifically, but songs have to have really consistent staying power for me to consider them in the top three. And just based on, you know, my 25 years, songs that are not in hip hop have stayed throughout more of my life than hip hop have to an extent. But then you have songs like All Falls Down by Kanye and very, very impactful music from a hip hop perspective that certainly has staying power. But like Air Force Ones, although <laughs> being a great mood, I don't know that I would consider that staying power. Yeah, I'm kind of really glad I didn't choose that one. I feel like I wouldn't super be like, you know what? I respect that I chose Air Force Ones <laughs> as a top three song. Actually, you know what? I really like Nelly. Are you familiar <laughs> with with Nelly, the Band-Aid guy? Yeah, Air Force Ones. I was stomping in them. I was. That voice sounds like every NPR music podcast I've ever listened to. Like they just, we actually are, uh, are we just got picked up by NPR now. So we both are required to start right, talking I'll, like I'll that. I'll bleep that out. Cool. <laughs> I don't know how to bleep oh, things cool. out. Wait, why do we, why can we not? The other song is clearly a joke. Anthem by Good Charlotte. Do you remember that song? No. <sighs> Does that sound like a song I would <laughs> Dude, it's the best. It's like the best <laughs> angsty, angstiest, like freaking teen song ever. All Someone right. listening to this is like, Can't hell wait to yeah, hear Anthem by Good Charlotte. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> All right, moving on All right, to uh, our I Listen segment, which is eventually going to have a way cooler name than this. We just couldn't think of yeah, one. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> Basically, this is song songs from last episode that Kyle and I listened to each other's suggestions, went back, listened to a song, and now, now we're going to talk we about it. Perspective. Yeah. Um, what you got? You go first. So I went through three different, three different parts. Um, Lennon Stella album, which I really enjoyed. Which album? You significantly more than I thought. You uh, cut out a little bit. Oh, sorry. The the Lennon Stella. Oh, cool. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that album a lot. Um, Want to listen to it a few more times before I kind of figure out my final thoughts on it, but really enjoyed it a lot. That's kind of shocking. So um, that's cool that you liked it. Really? Why is why is that shocking to you? Uh, I don't know. It's not. There's really no wow factor to it, so it definitely is like mm-hmm. where are you listening to it? And I think it stands up stands out because I listen to a lot of albums like it. So mm-hmm. if you were to just listen to that album on its own, maybe it wouldn't be as good. But apparently not. No, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's. I think the overall type of music that it is. Would you is that considered alternative? What would you? I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, well for me that's the type. Whatever pocket of music that is in that genre is my favorite part of alternative or whatever. Gotcha. Be. So, um, off the grid by EDX and Amber Shepard. Yeah, how's that? Is that mm-hmm. right? Banger, absolute banger. banger. Yeah, fat baseline. Like, yeah, that type of track I can do all day just because. When I'm listening to EDM, I need lyrics, at least a little bit. I need something to go off of. I can't do just the the whole time. That's too much for me. So just anything that has a decent chorus or a little bit of a lyrical line to it while going through those types of drops and taking me through a heavy bass line, 
I'm here all day for that. But I'll tell you right now, as soon as I hear that, I'm out. That's it for me. Gotcha. (laughs) And then uh, second listen, Claws by Charlie XCX, because I apparently hated this album the first time I listened to it. And I told you that last podcast. So I gave this a listen, Claws, and it still sucks. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Man, you really played me on that one. It's all right. I know you, your eyes lit up. You're like he likes it. He finally no, likes it. No, no, I wouldn't really expect that. Still one. sucks. All right, time for me to shit on you now. <laughs> um, just kidding. <laughs> I'll start with the one I didn't like, uh, Jay Electronica. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good production, but yeah, that dude has been signed for ten years, and this is his debut album. One, one album of just Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Like, it's a Jay Z. The album. first That's voice you hear is Jay Z. Like, what? How can you just sit on a label for 10 years and this is what you decide to do? And this is what, yeah, like, oh, we made it 10 years. Here's a Jay-Z album. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was good if production. Was He's labeled... a good producer. I like his production, I think. Yeah. He's definitely a good producer. If if it was labeled, like I said last podcast, if it was labeled as a joint album, Jay Electronica and Jay-Z, would you feel better about it? Probably. But there is never a time where Jay Electronica's rapping impressed me even the least bit. Like, I was very bored every time he was rapping. But I really liked the production. There's a okay. few songs I really enjoyed. Um, okay, fair enough. Chef G. I really like Chef G. The issue with the album mm-hmm. is I love Moody so much that I can't listen to the rest of it without just wanting to go back and listen to Moody. It's just like, well, this is that. just a shittier yeah. version of Moody. <laughs> like, but it's like, it's yeah. very hype. I really like it. It's, a good, it's good in the pocket where it's not like too... I, I don't know. Is this drill? Or is this like something else? Because it's like not too out there. It's not like Chief Keef drill, but like, is this technically in that? It's not drill. It's no, I would say it's closer to trap music. Than yeah, it is that's to, true. To drill. It's, I mean, it's, it's unapologetically hood, but it's not, it's not just talking strictly about like murder and fools, which yeah. is kind of what drill is about. If, uh, if we like lived in the same city and we had car parties, Moody would be the new blow. Like that would be the go-to car party yeah. song. That song. Yeah. Is it, awesome. it just hits. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else did I listen to? Isis by Joyce Lucas and logic. I didn't listen to any other Joyce Lucas, but, uh, joiner. Joiner. Oh, well, I wrote Joyce. <laughs> My sheet's wrong. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, his, his mom, Joyce. Lucas, I didn't, I, I didn't album. listen to Mr. Joyce at all. But Logic's verse is nuts. Logic murdered yeah, that. It is his it's song. Insane. Also, yeah. I'm just going to... This is a little ridiculous, but I'm just interesting. So 10 Fucks by Tori. Good song. But yeah, I could give at least 10 fucks. What did bitch say? At least 10? Isn't that kind of a lot? Like, I don't I guess, give a I fuck. Mean, That's no fucks. I give one fuck. That sounds like a lot of fucks. I could give at least 10 fucks. But- Oh, so you're implying that just because it's a rap song, it should be about degrading women, and he shouldn't give a fuck what women I don't know. Say. I'm just I confused. see, Ryan. I understand where you're what, coming from. I don't know. It was very confusing to me. I don't think you're supposed to know what that song's about. It's just a song. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about. Maybe not. It is funny. <laughs> no, it's I'm funny. Like, I mean, you're right. Lyrically, not the strongest, but very funny. But like when I was listening, it was like, I don't give a fuck. What did a bitch say? It's like, cool. But it's like, wait, I give at least 10? Why 10? <laughs> Because he really respects his woman. Well, good for him. Good for him. I'm telling Cassidy about yeah, this. Yeah, because Tori sure respects his women, Kyle. <laughs> Why don't you just Yikes. die on that? Hey, we're not going down that. We already decided. <laughs> All 
All right, time for, you know, the fan favorite who I think we just like and no one's told us they liked, but I like our segment called Pass the no, Ox. No, I've heard, I've heard good things. Good, good, good. Uh, we give three songs. I some... haven't actually. I haven't either. Uh, three songs somehow themed a little bit to send people off on their, on their weekend, on their weekday, whatever they're doing. Um, so I feel yeah. like we should not go back and forth on this. We should just go like, you, okay. you do your three, I'll do my three. Um, so I'll let you start if you want. Because I feel like there, you sure. have like a nice story that goes to yours, and I don't like breaking it up. Thanks. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I got a theme right. again. I got a theme what again. What we got? Um, so th- this is Past the Ox Socially Distant Picnic Edition. Oh, this sounds way so less cool it's, it's than the last one. Oh, come on. It's summer. Kidding. People are getting out. Ryan, you may not know this, but during the summer, people like to see their friends and go on picnics and have a good Why time. Why know this? Uh, especially... You just seem like you want to know. You don't have that many friends, so it just yes. seems unlikely that you would go to many picnics. All right. Yeah, keep going. I also didn't want to just do strictly no, rap I know, songs. I know. Everybody's like, oh, have to make fun of me in the middle of it. Just finish your damn segment, Kyle. All right, my bad. Sorry. Uh, so we're going to start out with Be Like That by Kane Brown, Swaley, and Khalid. Are you familiar with this song? Uh, is that kind of recent? Did you send it to me when it came out? Very recent. Maybe. I think so. It's... So it's, I guess on paper you would call it a country song, Ooh. but then you add in Swaley and Khalid, and it's it becomes. God, this is a terrible comparison. But what was that joint with uh, Florida Georgia Line and that? <laughs> uh, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking. Everybody about. listened to it nineteen thousand so times me that this one is summer. That song, but not <laughs> as bad. <laughs> so. Uh, but no, it's it's a good song to throw on. It's it's definitely gonna on a nice sunny day. You're out. You're cracking open a beer in the middle of a park, having a sandwich, having whatever it is that you have in the in the middle of a park during a picnic. Because clearly, I don't actually do that either. Um, this song is definitely gonna hit in in the right way for that that particular vibe. Sun on your shoulders and kind of just having a good time. Not necessarily listen specifically what it says, but just the overall presence is there. Um, after that, you're gonna throw on one for me while I'm at the picnic <laughs> with you. That's West Side Love, Marky Bossy featuring YG. Now, the reason why this song is perfect for a picnic is because the song in general is very nice and kind of cutesy throughout. And then YG just comes <laughs> through and talks about getting shot in LA. <laughs> and so that, like, that verse is for me. So I get to enjoy that. Um, and then you're going to hit him with a very, very classic throwback track of the week, Hey Ma by Cameron. Just to kind of round it out, everybody can bob their head and, and while they're you know taking a sip of their beer or whatever it may be, just enjoy their picnic. That's good stuff. I I like that. I like the theme. Um, mine's mine's more more upbeat, more like yours from last week. So okay. mine's kind of if either if it's yourself or you're at a party where you're slowly trying to get to EDM, but not like just flip the switch and freak everybody out. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't pull the rug out from under them. Yeah, so I got three songs. I got a vibe, I got a bop, and I got a song that's lit. So my first is is my vibe. Ooh. So uh, Slide by Calvin Harris featuring Frank Ocean and Migos. Um, mm-hmm. Song's incredible if you haven't heard it for a while. The great summary vibes, just like Frank Ocean on a hook, just just chilling. It's an it's an incredible vibe. Has a great background. Fantastic choice. And freaking Migos comes in and perfectly compliments that. It's not like the hook's mm-hmm. over and you're sad. It's like oh, it like kind of continues it into a nice way. So that, it kind of gets the right. kind of gets everything moving. You know, you're feeling feeling the beat a little bit. Sure. So my bop is uh, "Summer Feeling" the Jengi remix by Lennon, Stella, and Charlie Puth, two incredible singers, which we both know. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this funky. It's just just like 
you want to switch it up. You're like, no, I've been listening to the same old shit. I want to hear something different. I've been drinking the same old shit. I want to drink something different. Give me a Moscow mule. Fuck it. Like I need something different in my life. That's, that's kind of how this makes me feel like it's a little funky. Gets me on my groove a little bit. Takes that one step closer to EDM. Uh, and the next one's kind of like a big jump. It's uh, oh here we the go. beginning. The beginning's good. This is your your lit track. Yeah, this is, this is pretty lit. lit. This is extremely bouncy. This is a genre of EDM called future bounce, and so good for either a house party at the end of the night, or if you're in a or if you're on a pogo stick for sure. It like the drop is literally you okay. on a pogo stick. Um, it's called <laughs> Ain't Right by Raven and Crevin and Mo Folk. <laughs> uh, yeah, the beginning it's it's got a great hook. It's got great lyrics. Are those all animals? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, the the guess is how many different artists did I just name? Your options are one, two, oh, wow. or four. <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> Raven and Crevin and Mo Falk. Okay, so two. That's two. Raven and Crevin. I'm ah, probably butchering go. it. Whatever those two people are. And oh, Mo for Falk. sure. You definitely are. Uh, yeah, but this song's lit. So if you like music like this. All right good for you because the entire genre sounds exactly the same <laughs> like every drop so this is, is this exactly is a song the same. <laughs> to bring it to bring it back home for you this is the song that comes on that ryan cued as i am in his house and i look at him i'm like i know you played this <laughs> and i'm going home so yeah <laughs> hope you have a great night ryan that song is not for that's me. exactly what this and as well as probably everyone else in the party also does that <laughs> Like, it's, damn it. It's the it's the song Ryan plays. But I'm bouncing up and down out of his living room. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> all right, man. That's all we got. Love it, brother. Hey, thanks as always for passing the ox, man. Had a good time talking through some of this stuff and looking forward to to listening to some of the things you suggested. Sounds good, man. Hopefully you got some good releases for next week and uh have a good one. Bye, Kyle. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love, love, uh.